Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Here we go. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go, this is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine, I am Andy Hot Dawson, Papa Pow. I'm Sam Nifty Delaney, so what? I don't know if you can hear it in the background, but Oscar is going absolutely fucking apeshit. Uh, you join us, we're recording this on Thursday afternoon, before the uh, the day before the episode is due to come out, and you join us right in the middle of the reach and wash, oh. which uh, is a regular feature. Of this, it seems to be every time we, it comes, we're doing a fucking episode. But uh, Oscar is going batshit. I think he might be finished now. It's just starting to fade away a little bit. Yeah, oh, he's still barking there. That's wonderful. So there we are, live reaching wash window cleaning going on for you. You join us um, midway through the the Thursday reaching wash here <laughs> in Sunderland, the home of the reaching wash. This is it. You don't normally get it live. You've got like the highlights will be on at like quarter past eleven, but you don't get yeah, the full thing. Midweek window clean special. Yeah, so that appears to be yeah, it's still going on. He's barking his head off. Um, I should probably go and settle him, but I'm not going to. Um, yeah, it's the Friday morning episode, Thursday evening. If you're an IFS subscriber, first of all, just thanks to everybody that joined in and watched the uh, the Brown John episode we did the other night that it's was been a, lot a good of fun. run doing the brown johns and yeah. we've had a lot of support for doing them so yeah thanks to everyone who's come over the last three months it was three fun. episodes well, each yeah. better than the last i'd say i'd like to think so yeah uh always leaving wanting more we'll do some more later in the year i think but we've also got a live tour coming up and i think that some of the elements of brown john may find their way into the live show this I year. I feel like we've workshopped some of the elements that we could <laughs> take into a live setting. Yeah. So, yeah, there's that. Um, I don't know. We've just recorded most of next week's episodes because we're having a week off because it's going to be the school half term and our kids will be our kids will be around us at all times. And we must do some parenting and spend some quality time with them throughout the Obviously. whole week. I'll be in the Isle of Wight, and oh, the weather right. forecast is looking very good. And when I went there in Easter for my birthday, the arcade was shut. I was absolutely distraught. I remember that, yeah. So I had to play a lot of crazy golf instead. But I know I've done done my research this time. I know the arcade's going to be open, and I'm going to oh, have a fucking, fucking sensation. And the weather is going to be around 20 degrees most of the week. It says that, but it's always a bit hotter in the Isle of Wight than what the weathermen say. You can always add two or three extra on, can you? Two or three I degrees add a Celsius. Extra. Yeah. Do you say and Celsius or centigrade? And uh, <laughs> yeah, I'll be on the fucking beach every day, mate. I'll be having. I've got such a brilliant routine because of the amount of time I spend there. My routine is just so. Do you know what I mean? It's like a routine. Mm-hmm. I can just go onto autopilot. My snack routine, my coining routine. 
I'm mainly, it's jealous. mainly to do with eating. It's one of those sorts of holidays. Do you know what I mean? I'm pretty jealous. I'm starting to think I need a holiday home as well somewhere. Oh. Or maybe just a static caravan somewhere. Well, there, there, there was... Uh, obviously, my mum's my got a place there, so that's where we'll be staying this time. But last time, we couldn't because of COVID. So last year, we got a caravan. And then when we were there for my birthday, we, we stayed on this holiday park that had sort of chalets, right? I can't remember if I told you, but yeah. they were absolutely great. It was a lovely place, right? We were like, it had a bar, it had a lake with ducks on. Yeah, it was really nice. And um, so, and so you rented these chalets. They were quite modern. They were nicely done out, right? Just little bungalows. Yeah. But then they were they were for sale, and they were about 50 grand, right? Right. 50 grand for, like, you know, two-bedroom bungalow, effectively. Yeah. I mean, you know, they're, they're chalets, so they're not like... I don't know if they'd be still there standing there in a hundred years necessarily. Hard yeah, to tell. For, yeah, for but what you want them for. Warm, for a, well a appointed. Yeah. You, you know, like you're near the beach and all the rest of it. And I thought, fucking hell, fifty grand. I wonder. Um, I wonder how many of our listeners in their twenties, for example, are listening now, going, "Oh fucking hell, here they go again, going about fucking." Retirement options and holiday homes. No, no. What I would say to the the youngsters listening is grow maybe it, i know it's almost impossible to get on a property ladder nowadays right but maybe you should be thinking less about a one bedroom flat in hackney and more mm. about a two bedroom chalet, chalet in the Isle of Wight. Wight. yeah exactly yeah because as i've well, said I mean, a million times before for most jobs most jobs not all you know for jobs like you know modern jobs like podcasting for instance no but so so many people don't you know you can work remotely it make no odds to me living in the isle of Wight in terms of anything yeah um other than my kids having to get to school which is the only reason i'm not living there but i mean this is it i mean we we do this five shows a week whatever and we've not met up in public since fucking january i've not seen you in the flesh i've not seen your flesh up close no since no. yeah, January twenty twenty. You've you Probably know very little we in, about my flesh in its current state, let's be honest. It's hard it's hard to get a full like a real good look, a real sense of how your flesh is uh, going. Well, this is it. All, all you're getting is a screen. head and shoulder shot. I could mm. have incredibly powerful muscular legs. Yeah. Uh, like like those of a, a championship swimmer that you're not aware of. I can't smell of. your flesh, which I know you, you don't smell necessarily notice me doing, but I do when we're together usually have a quick sniff of your flesh when you're not looking. Yeah, and it, it smells I like pork. I can tell what you've been eating. It? When it's, it's burning. Mm. Starts to crackle. <sighs> so, uh, yeah. But, I mean, fuck knows when we'll, we'll do that again and see each other's flesh. Um, I'm not in well, any it hurry. it might be November. that way. It might be. Ah, we'll try and we're not, we've got to get together and write the show, haven't we? We've got to get together and write the show. We'll be back in, in Nottingham. Nottingham. And there must yeah. be, I was thinking about this, right? There must be a way, like last time we, for our live shows, as, as people might remember, we got together for uh, to write them at the... A writing uh, session, a brainstorming session. Writing workshop. And we were all loose clothed and blocked out some of the scenes. <laughs> we, we hired a space. Yeah. So we went to a travel lodge in Nottingham, Premier on the Inn, outskirts Sam. of Premier Nottingham. Inn. And, Premier uh, Inn wasn't the travel. I was lodge. a Premier Inn. I always think it's a travel lodge because Premier Inns are usually, in my mind, very high class. 
Most of the premiums you've seen so are very high class. And let's be honest, that one in Nottingham wasn't... I mean, it was fine for our purposes, but it wasn't high class. It was very old premiering, wasn't it? Um, but it had a nice anyway. courtyard in the middle. It had a kind of a like, prison vibe to it, which was nice. Yeah. We just would walk around that courtyard in perfect squares for hours on and end it, talking. Yeah, exercise. Yeah. It had a bit of a chalier kind of vibe to it, didn't it? Because there was like two bit, floors. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I all that. I'm saying is, I mean, I'm sure you'll think this is too cynical, but there must be a way that we could monetize that writing session. Jesus Christ. Like, what I'm saying is we paid money. Like, take mm. that uh, against the money that we earn from the tour. Mm. You should really offset it for, like, the petrol, the food, and, of course, the price of the room, right? And we yeah. hired conference facilities there as well. Yeah. So I'm yeah, saying... We'll, we'll do our lot again. It, yeah, it's we could just do mini manfronts, right? High right. ticket price, come sit in on some of the writing sessions yeah, uh, or just hang around outside and look through the window. 100 quid that, each. That would be better. 10 people. That would be better, I think. Yeah. 10 I people. What, yeah. You can look through the window at us while we write the show. Mm. You can look through the window for a short period of time. You can get like a, a, a 90 second look and then we'll just cl- close the blinds again. And then we'll every hour you get ninety seconds, uh, and then after that you just don't know what's going on in there. But of course we had the, uh, last time we had the the conference room booked, and we had to evict some healthcare workers, didn't we? Because they were wrongly booked in our room, and we had yeah. to kick them out. They were supposed to be in the room in the pub next door, and we had to turf I them feel, out. I, I forgot about them. I think I reckon they were trying it on. I don't know what was going on, but they they got the hump when I went in and said this is our room, and they were saying yeah, no, they it got isn't. Amp, we've yeah. got it booked. Uh, they were fucking wrong. Hey, so um, hey, fuck your fucking healthcare discussions. This is a, we're doing. We're planning a fucking live podcast tour here. Right, fucking okay. serious right, you reckon, work. You you reckon this is your room? Right, put up. Who's your best logistical expert? Bring him here now, and shows <laughs> your fucking paperwork. Come on, because mine's fucking rock solid. <laughs> I brought copies so I can hand them out to different individuals in a situation just like this one, which I prepared for. Trust me. Yes, it's fucking laminated. So what? So, uh, um, yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, so that's what we'll be doing. Um, you might, if you're in the Nottingham area and you're prepared to pay £100 for a 90-second look through a window, then get in touch. Contact tiertimemachine.com. And we will discuss that and any of your other requirements. We may lay on biscuits, for instance. Um, and uh, and if you're not up for doing that, then don't worry. You'll see us in any major conurbation across the United Kingdom, <laughs> other than ones on the island of Ireland. Sorry, Ireland. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's not going to be a massive tool because in case we do need to cancel or rearrange it again because of germs... Mm. Yeah, uh, but suffice to say, there will be nightmarish. Scotland, the North East, the North West, the West Midlands, the East Midlands, a little and bit of the London. South. Yeah. But in, uh, in but uh, London, and then, funnily enough, none of these things, you never go further than London, do you? I mean, you never go like, no cunt goes to Cornwall, right? Or Devon. Mm. No. Doesn't happen. No, do they have shows in Cornwall? I don't know what those people are into, but they're just not into us. I don't know what they have other interests down there. Strange. Yeah, I've seen this. I've seen the stats of the podcast, and Cornwall, we get like five listeners. I think I'm not going there to do a show just for those. If we go to Cornwall, they'd they'd probably kill us. 
Yeah. But they're, they're not keen on outsiders there as it is, no, let alone no. cunts like us. There was a good feature, a good uh, segment on the... Uh, there was a documentary about Madness, documentary series, three episodes, and they, they was on AMC, which is part of BTTV, and it's really complicated to try and mm. get fucking uh, access to that. But what like they did was... They, yeah, the, the BTTV kindly put all three episodes on YouTube. So I know oh, there's an increasing madness. Before we was we or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was trying to find that to watch with Len because he loves yeah. madness. But instead, I found someone that wasn't. I didn't find it that interesting on Sky Arts, which was sort of filmed backstage at the Roundhouse yeah. or something like that. Yeah, I've seen that one as well. This was. Um, I mean, this is all about the early years before the it became really big. So again, it might not be that suitable for Len. There's a lot of stuff about no, petty I think crime he in London. That. He wanted to see them when we were young. He couldn't get his head around because he watches all the videos from their golden mm. age online, and he knows mm. all the album covers and stuff like that. Matter of fact, he's got all the album covers in Photoshop and has pasted his and Nelson's heads onto all the members of the band on the cover of all of their <laughs> early albums. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> yeah, it's really funny. <laughs> and he's changed the title, Fucking so Baggy he's like he changed there's one called Absolutely and he's changed that to Absolutely Not. He's done one step behind <laughs> to one step uh, be, one step beyond to one step behind. Yeah, strap peculiar. But anyway, he um, <laughs> he couldn't get his head around it when we watched his documentary and now they're all basically quite Let's be honest, quite fat old men. Apart from Woody, yeah. the drummer, who inexplicably looks exactly like he did in 1980. Yeah. Fucking yeah. really weird, because the rest of them all look pretty old. Fair enough. He's the are. middle. He's the middle class one, though. So he's been he's been well breathing. So he's just like, eating more vegetables. <laughs> Probably, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was brought up better. But yeah, what yeah. I was going to say was there's a great there's a great anecdote about they, they were in they were in Cornwall, and they ended up getting chased by some um, some locals that hide in the church. But there's also that first episode, there's a lot of stuff about petty crime in, in North mm. London in the mid-1970s, which is very entertaining. Well, well Lee, yeah, the, the, Lee, the saxophonist, was something of a petty criminal, wasn't he? He was, yeah. He did, did a bit of time when mm. he was younger. Uh, there's a great documentary just by Lee, about Lee's life, which he's made, called One Man's Madness. And yeah. that's on Sky Arts at the minute. And Lee, who, of course, as we know, loves to dress up. He, you know, you get these talking heads in videos, in in documentaries, talking about the subject of the documentary. For this, uh, all you get is the voices of those talking heads and Lee is playing them and mouthing the things that they're saying. (laughs) It's really, really good. Where's that? Sky Documentaries, did you say? Sky Arts. Sky Arts. So that's on like catch up. Yeah. Jalapeno. Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you wouldn't be hearing this brief but annoying message if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St. Clements each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes, lots of other marvellous benefits, and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your tits. Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash ironfilings. Jalapeño. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. 
Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Jalapeño. He's Len's favorite member of Madness. Yeah. Yeah. Most He's kids great. would like Lee the most. I mean, he probably is the best, although I like Mike. Because he's like the leader, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. Mike was a bit odd because Mike then left the group in 85 and moved to Amsterdam, which seemed insane at the time. Yeah. I was a kid. He's done what? He's moved. To, he's, he's, he's in madness, but he's left and he's moved to Amsterdam. Maybe yeah. he is actually mad. And it was Maybe his band, mad. really, wasn't it? It was his band. Yeah, he was I the mean, one that drove it along. And, yeah. and he was like the... the I, think, I know they all wrote songs, but... I think he's like classically trained. Like that's why when you when you hear the piano pieces mm. in certain madness songs or a lot of them really, they're like amazing, really beautifully played yeah. and sort of very original kind of piano melodies and stuff. Because he was classically trained as a pianist. I'm not. I don't know. If, I'm not sure if he was, but he he was easily the most musical of them all, and he was Musically the one with talented. the drive that kind right. of kept it all going and got them to where they were. But that was it. They started off doing sort of scar covers and then mm. all of a sudden Mike wrote My Girl, which was the next level above. And that was what got them. First well, ever appearance like, on Top of the Pops in the 1980s. a teenager and it's like a fucking sonnet. It's incredible. Yeah. That was the first thing to appear on Top of the Pops in 1980. So that heralded in the 1980s. Really? My Girl. Yeah. Um... That's an extraordinary song. But I tell you a song that I'm really into. Now, with this whole podcast is basically fucking us nerding out on madness. The one that... I think it's just an album track, but it was always my favourite when I was a kid. And now, again, because Len's got so into them, sort of revived our passion for it, and it's become his favourite, is Disappear, which I think is on Absolutely. Yeah. And it's got a beautiful piano sort of riff in that. Yeah. That yeah, is absolutely I think, superb. I think that's one of Mike's, I'm not sure. If you haven't heard oh. it, check it out. Yeah. And we've both recently bought tickets to see Madness later in the year, haven't we? Yeah, the thanks times to come your back. logistical impact. I saw you tweeting about yeah. Madness touring with Squeeze. Uh, Len's mm. never been to a gig, oh, but he's a Madness oh. super fan. So I bought fucking tickets for the O2. It's going to be his first gig in December, and I'm so excited I can wow. piss. Wow. Mm. I've That's never seen gonna madness. be incredible. When I was his age, like I was obsessed with madness as he is now, um, mm. and they were always my favourite band when I was a kid. But I'd never seen them live, so which I'd sort of forgot about because I was so preoccupied with it being his first gig and so excited. It only struck me a few days later after acquiring tickets. <laughs> Fucking hell, it's the first time I've seen madness yeah. or squeeze. Yeah, and maybe just assumed that you had. <laughs> yeah, I sort of did just assume I had, but I think um, that. I was quite young and then when they came they sort of got back together and started touring and doing all that stuff like Madstock in the early 90s when I was yeah. a teenager and could have gone I think at that stage they 
there was a sort of an atmosphere around their gigs that was a little bit beery old skinheads. Yeah, I mean, there is still quite a bit of that. I'm sure there is a bit of that, but they're they're sufficiently old now yeah. to sort of not, not be there for the enough. aggro. They're just there <laughs> yeah. to sort of cry a bit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there was, there was, there was, they did, they played the arena in Newcastle, and I think it must have only been about 2005 or something, and there was a big fucking riot almost. There was a big skinhead right. punch up. But again, sixteen years have passed since then, so it might be yeah, a bit more uh, sedate. I took I took the kids to see them a couple of times at outdoor gigs, mm. um, and there was one of them was a beautiful summer's evening at Annick Castle in Northumberland, and we were sat on this this like grass slope because the stage was at the bottom of like a bowl shaped area of land, so you could mm. just there was a natural bowl, so you could kind of sit anywhere and get a good view of the stage. And we were sat at the top of the hill away from all the away from the people yes because uh, the kids were still quite young and before they came on for about 35 minutes before they came on the um the PA they just played pet sounds by the beach boys Lovely. in its entirety and it sounded fucking incredible and i thought yeah this should happen more often people should just go to a playback not even a gig just a playback of an album playback it's a great idea outdoors outdoors yeah. And it's just, there's nothing on stage. They just yeah. play this album. They play pet sounds really loud. And through you know this what else would be good system. about that? No talking about it. Like, yeah. because I know that uh, Tim Burgess does the listening parts on Twitter, which have been really, really popular during lockdown, and that's great. And, you know, at the weekend on Six Music, they made a big deal out of it being the anniv- the 50th anniversary of What's Going On by Marvin Gaye. And they played all the songs yeah. back. But there's a lot of chat between each one about why. Yeah. That. So that, that's fine. I mean, you know, we can't criticise that. We're sat here now talking about madness songs and how much we love them. But sometimes mm. it's really nice to just collectively share in just fucking listening to the music. And yeah, not exactly. feeling the yeah. need to discuss what it is you love about it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, saying that, we couldn't have come on today. It's much we would have liked to not talked because this is, I'll be honest, this is the fourth episode we've recorded today. Uh, we would have loved to have just come on and played like maybe five or six madness tracks and left it at that. But we can't because we'd get into trouble with the label and the publishers yeah. and all the rest of it. But what we can do is maybe arrange just to get together in a park um, mm. to like play one of our favourite albums really loud. Yeah. We'll do that at Manfest. We'll do that in one corner of the field when we get around. Well, Manfred, sorry. we sort of tried to do it on our tour when, you know, you'd said at first, come up with some songs for a playlist to pay mm-hmm. to the audience before we come on stage. And so I was just starting to think of that when inspiration hit you one evening and you texted and said, forget that, let's just play songs by level 42 before every gig. <laughs> And I yeah. just thought, yeah, it's like all the greatest ideas. When you see it, you just know it's right. <laughs> you know it's right, yeah. yeah. And it was as well. And it was yeah. great. I thought it was great. I've still got that playlist on Spotify on my phone, and I do play it that now and again when I'm doing the washing up. Because it was a great playlist. It was like seven songs, I think. But it was just fucking absolute peak level 42. If you... Why, that, why not? You know, like early level 42, when they were still, before they went sort of chart, they were mm. sort of like a pretty credible, out there kind of jazz yeah. funk act. Jazz funk and, outfit. And, and you still hear all of that, even in their big hits, you hear it. And in some of their mm. early hits, it's really like that. There was a, There's an album 
that came out, I think this year, by, what's his name, Giles Peterson and the lead singer from Incognito, right? And they come up with a name for themselves. I can't remember what it's called now. They came up with a name for the act. Yeah. And it's called, but the album's called Aspects. Which Ooh. I love because it's sort of like <laughs> it's like remember when they used to do jazz uh, jazz club on the fast show yeah that's the, that's yeah. definitely what he would aspects. have introduced one of the this nice aspects <laughs> nice <laughs> so it's quite funny that it's called aspects but very strong very very strong level forty two vibes if you're really? feeling yourself in that kind of a jazz funk mood Andy aspects yeah. I'll give that a listen I'll give that a listen. Are you going to be watching the um, the Friends reunion show that's going to be on, or is is on? Was on Thursday evening, I think. Where, where, what? Been... How can I get that? What's it on? It's just on Sky. It's on Sky One, and it's on um, Catch Up and all that. I sort thought of it was thing. going to be an episode, like a scripted episode, but it's not. Nah, They're not in character, that's, are that's, they? It's just the actors nah, hanging that's around. The mistake together. everyone's made. It's not. Sadly, it's hosted by James Corden, but. Um, oh, for God's sake. Maybe maybe it's watchable, I don't know. But there's been such a fuss about it. I watched this morning, I was watching BBC Breakfast and that fella, Colin Patterson, I think, is the showbiz reporter yeah. Yeah. on BBC Breakfast. He was on and he was in a, there's a there's a fucking friend's cafe in Manchester, apparently, called Central Perk, named after know. the cafe in the show. And they, all these people were there because the streaming had gone online at two minutes past eight this morning and all these people had gone to this cafe to watch it. And Colin Patterson's going around with his mask on and his boom mic on the end of a fucking broom pole, asking mm-hmm. them all what they thought of it because it was an hour into the streaming. And I just thought they're fucking, they're fucking sitting here trying to watch this thing they've been waiting for. They hadn't, and he hadn't even bothered pausing it before he asked them. Yeah, he turns up with his stick, trying to ask them what what they thought of it, and they just all look fucked off. They're like, "Fuck off, mate! I'm trying to watch it. I've come down here at eight o'clock in the morning. I've got me coffee." And you're fucking asking me stuff about it, cunt. Yeah. Well, oh, Colin Patterson... This shouldn't be enjoying uh, it. Uh, he's a good lad, though. And to be fair, he was with me when we were both branded a clown by Shaking Stevens. Yes, that's right. That I've told you about before. Yeah. I've actually got a photo. I posted yeah. it on the Facebook group because people were talking about it the other day. I've got the photos of the moment it happened. I've got Shaky mm-hmm. saying goodbye to us in quite an aggressive way. And then there's a photo of me and shaking Colin sat fist, behind like our mic. Like yeah, it is like that. Fist like I'll send it to you. He's sort of shaking his fist, saying, yeah, shaking you're Stevens. a couple of fucking clowns. And me and Colin Batson <laughs> are sat behind our microphones with a sort of apologetic look on our faces. <laughs> Sorry for not taking you more seriously, Shaky. Um, but, yeah, you're wonder, right. You shouldn't have interrupted them. I wonder if any hardcore shaky fan has a copy of that radio interview and it's put it on YouTube or anything like that. You, you well, but I've got mates at BBC Radio who will be able to get it because they keep fucking everything it, and it'll be easy to find because it'll it be like day one of Glastonbury 2008, right? <laughs> I it would have been, it was the mid-morning show. I think we were usually on like 10 till 1, something like that, right? <laughs> so just, it'll be easy to find. And some of them... Some of our our friends at the show they they listen to it. So if you if if you know who you are, right? Yeah. Anna Stewart. Yeah, I was going to um, say we've got we've got listeners who, who, who work deep within Five Live who could probably she, access she, that. Anna Stewart was there. She she produced it. She'll she'll remember <laughs> the incident well. So she'll do some digging for us if she hears this and 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 chuck us. <laughs> we'll the put thing. it in an episode. And, 
You can make your own fucking mind up as to whether or not I was disrespectful and behaved like a clown. <laughs> we'll put it out as a bonus episode. No. <laughs> uh, before we did <laughs> the this shaky episode, files. Yeah. Before we did this episode, we said, "What the fuck are we going to talk about?" And you said, "I've got a new chair." So do you want to mention that? Is there a story behind it? Can you see it? this, man? I can see it's, it. Yeah. Like, I've got to tell you. On my podding rig, which over the last sort of year and a half has really come on leaps and bounds, like yeah. with each passing like month, I've kind of invested a little bit more in little bits and bobs of equipment, right? Like mm. my special um, arm that I have that, like, the thing is attached to. Right. You know, and all that yeah. stuff. And then the, the, la- the missing piece of the jigsaw was arguably the most important and it was the chair, because I had this chair that was really just like mm. a dining chair, to be honest, right? And it was fucking rickety and really uncomfortable and not designed at all to be sat in for sometimes a few hours recording podcasts. Yeah. So the other day I just thought, what the fuck am I thinking? I've got to get a proper fucking chair because this is doing my fucking backing. So today it fucking arrived, right? <sighs> and what I ended up going for, yeah, I'll show you. Can you see this? You can't see it fully, but can you see that? Like, it's no, even I can't got see a headrest. it all. You can't see it at You've all. You've got it on. It's facing the wrong way. You can't see your wall. Oh yeah, oh yeah. What am I doing? Yeah, yeah. It's got it's got, it's got like headrest. that sort of mesh sort of material it, behind it. It's ergonomic, mate. And fucking like, hell. Anyway, this morning I had to go out for something. When I came back, I thought right, we, me and Andy are doing a lot of recording today. I'm going to be at that desk a long time. And usually I'd start thinking, oh, my back's going to be killing me here. Not today. Because the chair had arrived. And this is how good my good wife is, right? While I'd been out, I had to go out for a couple of hours this morning. While I was out, I came back. And as a surprise, she'd fucking assembled it for me. Wow. That is love. That That is love for you right there. It's our 16th wedding anniversary tomorrow. And I think that's that's the only gift I require. Yeah. Well, I think you're going to have to pop out and buy something. Uh, to reciprocate that, I think. Yeah. I, I assume mean, you've got could, something. I have got something, yeah. Okay. Actually, that was one of the things I was out doing. And uh, All right. so, okay. yeah, I'm, I'm sat here. I'm, we're, we're balls deep into a four-episode recording session. We're right? almost at the and end. I, I feel great, mate. I could keep going. It's so comfortable. It's so comfortable. No, it's we're, spinny, too. We're it's not going to keep... We're not, we're, we're not going to keep going. I'll tell you why, because the little thing's just flashed on my screen and it says, Sam's battery is low. Call yeah. me. End soon. Okay, part well. of the, uh, the WhatsApp video thing that we do when we're recording together. little insight there for you. This has been quite um, a ramshackle episode. episode. Like yeah. I say, it was the fourth one uh, out of four that we've done. We've kind of run out of steam a little but bit. Listen, but we're taking a week off. When we'll be back, we'll have all sorts of fantastic content from the Isle of Wight and from our half-term adventures. We'll be refreshed, refueled, and ready mm-hmm. to pod it hard through the summer. So forgive well, us say- this slightly ramshackle, madness-themed episode. You say that we're taking a week off. We, we're not going to be podding for a week, but we've got all the episodes in the bag. Apart from Mondays, Bank Holiday Monday, we don't fucking work then anymore. But there'll be no episode on Monday. So fuck that. Um, but we'll be but back with all the week, usual don't stuff. Don't worry. Won't make any odds to you. Yeah. Goodbye, everyone. Enjoy the sunshine.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.